Welcome to the Forgettables, episode number 52. Tonight, Ahmed Chima and myself, Asad Patel, we will be discussing not stagnating while producing a podcast. This is a podcast about podcasting and other elements related to it, learning over the course of podcasting and trying to improve from hearing about each other's experiences. I know that's usually Ahmed's line and he lets us know that, but you know, I tried today. So we're going to be talking about stagnating. This is a topic that Ahmed brought up yesterday, right before we started the podcast. And I was like, let's think about it a little bit more before we do it. And, you know, it was, I guess it was a good decision in hindsight uh, because I wasn't really ready for it. And I, I don't know if I'm ready for it today either, but I got a little bit more time to think about it. But uh, Ahmed, you got to start us off tonight. Yeah, I think... One of the things that I've been seeing or I've been noticing is that whatever field you go to, whatever thing you're doing, whatever you're looking at, there is always a point. Each individual has a point where they stop growing, right? And it's going to be different for whatever field you're in and your personal motivation, but if you look at it, like there's very, very few people that are consistently growing and that don't stop growing. Right. And so one of the things that you see is like, for example, on YouTube, someone will find a certain genre uh, or like maybe they're doing daily vlogs. And for let's say like a hundred daily vlogs, they finally get the formula down and then they just have like a cookie cutter template that they keep doing, you know, in and out and they're just producing it. Right. But they're not really growing. They're not changing anything. They're not doing anything different to uh, personally develop in that space. Right. They reach a certain height and they're like, okay, you know, this is good enough. And so what I wanted to talk about is like, I'm not saying that our podcast is at that level. I think we still have a long way to go. And I think we're learning every day. Uh, and I feel like we're getting better, uh, although it is a little bit tough to look at this on the day to day and tell whether you're getting better. Right. The goal is for this podcast is like if we can get one percent better every single day, then over the course of a year, we'll be like three times better than we were. You know what I mean? So that's the idea. Incremental change. But uh, let me ask you this is like, what are some strategies that you've seen work to actually uh, keep growing? Let me, before you get into it, one of the things that I'm, I was trying to, I was trying to get at, but I don't know that I did was that we often get stuck in the routine, right? We often get stuck in a routine where we're, where we get used to things and we stop finding meaning in things. We stop pushing, we stop growing. Like, I'm sure you can take this in the route of spirituality, right? Like you're doing your prayers. And then at a certain time, you're just like, okay, you know, it just becomes the motions, Right. So uh, the question I have for you is like, how do you avoid getting stuck in the motions? Right. Like, how do you make sure that every day when you show up, you're present, you're growing and you're uh, getting better every single day? Okay. That's uh, the brother asked a very good question and uh, <laughs> we'll assess it. Uh, I was actually, I was actually watching some soccer night today and it was, you know, I'm not going to go on a tangent, but I'm, uh, the guy asked a question and uh, I won't say he was hostile, but he was very set in his ways, this guy. And uh, he asked the question and uh, 
Zucker Knight listened to the whole question and then he gets up to the microphone. It's like he looks straight down at the guy, it seems, and he's like, the brother asked a very good question. He's like, I'm going to proceed to destroy this man now. But <laughs> I'm not doing that with you, obviously. Uh, Ahmed is a good friend now. So, But what's it called? Stagnation. And what can we do to avoid it? And what, I guess, you know, going through the motions. I mean, I'm just repeating the questions which you had to think to myself. You're buying I mean, time. For me, You're stalling. For, what is that? <laughs> So you're buying time, you're stalling. Yeah, I am stalling. But what's it called? <laughs> but one of the things which I noticed for me was at first I was, you know, I wasn't talking as much. I was letting the, the guests talk a lot more. And basically for me, I was like, I wasn't growing as a podcaster. I wasn't doing anything. And uh, so now slowly, slowly, I've started to, aside from my questions, I throw in comments, I say things. I still let the guest answer the questions. I bring them on as an, bring them on as experts. Now, my last podcast I did, which I still haven't published on the audio only because I haven't had time, but I did it and I spoke a lot more. And uh, my guest wasn't comfortable, obviously, talking. It was his first time on live. But uh, I've, I've taken on a role where I'm talking more, where I'm getting confident in myself and I'm getting confident in the things which I say they're not wrong. You know, I've we spoke about in this in the previous episode where people relationship wise, they may be close to us. You know, like my mother used to say, my mother, she passed away a few years ago, but she used to say something which is not her own quote. But, you know, it it used to go along the lines of friends you can choose uh, relatives you're stuck with. So, you know, a lot of times, you know, those people who you're stuck with, you don't have a choice and you have to listen to them. And, you know, they may have they may have been part of that recipe to stall your growth and you're getting past that and for me it was getting past that and getting comfortable in being able to speak and not afraid and uh, like I said at the beginning I I felt like you know about two months in I was like I'm not growing any you know maybe the you know maybe more people are watching or listening but that for me that's not the end goal obviously for everybody that is the end goal but for me you know obviously you have to be confident in your product and you have to be confident in yourself and if you're not you're going to stagnate and uh, i was i was listening to something it was a podcast that they did and it was you know i'm not going to say the name of it or anything what they did but the quality was so horrible like you know these guys have been doing productions for a while and they do a good job and they tried to do this podcast and their quality was so bad you couldn't hear the speakers half the time and they were talking about one guy and what he does as a trick for stalling is he laughs and uh, he has this ridiculous laugh he does to stall and buy time. So uh, at least I was repeating the questions I'm thinking to myself. But uh, but it's just you are going to realize sometimes that you're stagnating and your your podcast quality isn't as good. And you're going to you have to do something to try to improve it. Uh, I mean, that's that's how I feel about it. Emma, do you want to how do you feel or you have any comments about what I said? Yeah, I don't know if you noticed, but I, I lost connection there for a you second. You did, so that's why I kept talking. Okay, awesome. So I, I didn't get the whole, um, I didn't get everything that you said, but I'm hoping the recording did. Uh, I did. So I, I hope so. Yeah. So what, what I will say is that um, I, I know you were. So let me just tell you where I where you cut off for me. You cut off. Okay. 
you're saying that your relatives that you're kind of uh, stuck with and you noticed that on your podcast, you weren't really growing, you weren't speaking as much. Uh, and then you kind of cut off. But so I'll, I'll say like what's worked for me and then I'll let you kind of close off. So what I, when I was at work, so let me rephrase that. Last year at work, I was in charge of a project and then we, like I put in work. Like I, I, I did work, I planned it all out, executed it, and we ended up really crushing all of our targets. And uh, after it, like once we crushed the targets, we were able to kind of maintain, and right, the team was kind of just maintaining. And so after that, right, like during that period, it was a lot of work and a lot of effort. But then after that, it was kind of like, you know, it's, it's on autopilot now. Now my boss had a meeting with me and she was like, okay, so what are you working on now? And I was like, well, I'm working on this project. She's like, well, our, didn't we already hit all the targets? And, and isn't that kind of like running itself? I was like, yeah, but I'm still kind of watching it. She's like, okay, what, what value are you providing to that? And I was like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's like, okay, so here's what I want you to do. I'm going to put you in a totally different area and you're going to work on a separate project. And I had to learn things from scratch and do essentially uh, the, the targets that we hit reach in one area, I had to go learn a new process and do the same thing over there. And at first I was like, man, she's giving me so much more work. Like what the heck? But then I realized like, I was like, I was legit just like stalling. You know what I mean? Like people get in a place where, uh, you know, you think you did it. You're like, man, I, I hit these targets, but the mark of someone that is truly uh, a great, executor, learner, whatever you want to call it, is that they, as soon as they pass the challenge, they move on to the next challenge, right? They don't sit around and uh, celebrate. If you know Casey Neistat, he shares a story where after they made the documentary and so the Neistat brothers and sold it to HBO, he says for like three years, he was just chilling, right? And like in those three years, he really didn't do anything. And so after that period, he's like, oh shoot, like I'm broke again. I got to do something. You know what I mean? Like that's what happens, right? Like you gotta, you gotta make sure that, uh, whatever you're doing, like, it's not like, you know, you make one thing and you're done. You, you don't cash out. You got to keep moving on to the next challenge. And that's the, that's a mark of a great learner, great executor. And so what I'll say is for podcasting is the same thing is like, you have to have the practical advice is this. You have to have someone on the outside that is helping you out, watching you and noticing when you're getting uh, stale, right? When you're starting to stagnate. Now, when you get to a certain level where you start, you know, when you're in that mindset for long enough, it'll be like second nature. You'll already start looking and seeing like, oh man, I, I like this podcast was actually worse than my last one. I didn't really do anything new. I didn't try anything. Like you'll, you'll start noticing it. You know what I mean? But if you're not like used to that and you're just starting out and you're just trying to seek validation and stuff, you're not going to be thinking like that, right? You're going to be thinking like, oh, I got six likes. Awesome. Like, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm crushing it. You know, now I got eight likes. Now, you know what I mean? Like those are not the metrics we want to be looking at, right? We want to be looking at what are you providing more value every single episode, right? Every single time you sit down and have a conversation, is there something you're adding to the discussion, right? Is the audience walking away with something of value every single time? And so once you have that mentality and that mindset, it does kind of just take over and you start 
liking it. You know what I mean? When my boss first gave me that feedback, like, Hey, I want you to do this. I was like, man, like, come on. Like I already put in so much effort. Now you're going to make me start from scratch. Like, just let me, you know, let me, let me do my thing. But it's like, after once I actually got started and we actually, we did the same thing in the other area. Right. It felt good. It's like, Oh man, this is what winning feels like. Right. Like winners win. That's what they do. You know what I mean? Like they don't like, you don't see like, okay. In if you're a winner, over the course of time, you're going to win more than you lose, right? That's not because of luck. That's because you put in work, right? And you're trying to win actively. Did you just eat baby food? No, that's not baby food. It's uh, one of those jellies. Okay, okay. It looked like baby food. I was like, I'm not going to let that go. All right. So it looked like one of those like Gerber little things. I was like, oh my goodness. Like this man is like 30 years old. (laughs) Anyway, that's, that's my two cents on it is like, have someone that can kind of give you that feedback and really hold you accountable, right? Like someone that looks at your work and says, okay, you really didn't add anything new to this discussion. Like, why did you spend an hour recording this? You know what I mean? Like this discussion is already out there on the internet somewhere. Like you, you did nothing new, right? Like someone that's savage, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, you're right. Like I got to keep going. Right. And so uh, so I'm going to give it back to you. And then I do one more thing just came into my mind right now. I don't know if you want me to hit that right now or wait for it. Go ahead. Have at it. So the other thing, and this is another thing that we talk about a lot is like, it, although you get stuck in the motions, the motions are important, right? Like even though you may start stagnating, you need to keep doing what you're doing. You know what I mean? Like the repetitions make a difference. You know what I mean? So uh, the other piece is like at the first sign of stagnation, like when you feel like you're starting to stagnate, don't just drop it. You know what I mean? Sometimes you'll plateau and you got to keep trying other things, keep trying other things. And then you'll, you'll finally see that growth after like a month or something. You know what I mean? Like you have to be committed to the long game uh, and understand that uh, it's going to take a certain number of reps to actually master the craft. So those are the couple takeaways that I had. Uh, I'll let you hit it. So uh, there was a great man. He once said, we're going to win so much. We're going to get tired of winning. So, you know, you got to have that mentality. I don't know if you know who said that. I can look it up. Huh? I'll look it up. You're going to look it up. Oh God. (laughs) He's about to be in for a surprise, but what's it called? Um, But uh, it's, so there's one thing Uh, I know. I don't do a fitness podcast, but I mean, there used to be a point in time, you know, I used to go to the gym. Okay. And I'm starting to go again. Um, so what would happen is sometimes, you know, if, for example, you're doing a chest press with, you know, with the dumbbells and you, you're able to hit 55 and you're not able to get past 55 for weeks sometimes. And you're wondering what's wrong. So you got to give yourself a jolt, you know, try something different, try something that's harder. And when you do that or a different approach, when you do that, you're able to get all of a sudden you're like at 70, you know, on the dumbbell press. You're like, wow, I couldn't get past 55. Now I'm at 70. What's going on? So sometimes you have to give yourself a jolt. Try something different. Maybe you might have to go on somebody else's podcast and see how they do it. And they completely like um, blitz you and you're like, whoa, what's going on? And then you will be like, I see this is why I'm stagnating. So you got to analyze and figure out why you're stagnating. It might just be something simple and Mm. you might, you know, like you said, somebody's outside opinion may help you a lot. That's why a lot of times people 
they're like, oh, I want to listen to your podcast. I'm like, look, whatever the feedback is, you got to give it to me. And uh, and I'm like, look, I don't want stupid feedback like, oh, your microphone was too loud um, or something like that. I was like, I'm talking about the content. Uh, I, if my microphone was too loud, I can tell that myself. I don't need you to tell me that. Uh, and Or somebody is like one time, like I said, you know, the guest, they were using a Note 20 or something like that. And the Note 20 has a problem where the microphone, uh, sorry, the speaker, or the microphone, the, the microphone sensitivity is so loud, it picks up what the speaker says and throws it back in. And I was having problems with that. And the guy's like, oh, my God, you did such a bad job. You need to get better equipment. I was like, although my equipment isn't good, I was like, it wasn't my problem this time. It was actually the other guys. No, no, you won't admit you're wrong. I was like, no, that's not what it is. <laughs> so so feedback is very important that you need to get proper feedback to be able to improve. And if you're stagnating, you need to get proper feedback from somebody. For example, my podcast and all of a sudden one day I feel like, you know, I'm not doing as good a job and you listen and you're like, oh, yeah, I feel like, you know, you're asking the same questions every episode. You need to change it up like, oh, OK, that's a good that's a good point. Um, the brother, the brother brings up a very good point and, you know, you change up what the heck you're doing. So I guess we'll do the, I'll, I'll try to do the key takeaways. Uh, they're, they're never, they're never as crispy and nice when anybody else aside from Ahmed doesn't, but we got to keep trying until we get right. Exactly. Uh, That's the but, whole point, but, right? Yeah. So no, but one of the things which I was reading, which is interesting, I was reading a book today. I'm almost done with it. Um, the, in the book, you know which book I'm talking about. I'm not going to mention it. Um, but in the book, he also has action statements at the end. So, you know, maybe maybe one day, you know, maybe once a week we should do an action statement. But so this is something like the author is like a business guy, like yeah. corporate guy. Right. So there's something in the corporate world you see. Yeah. A lot. Right. That's why I think that's why I'm I'm good at it naturally is yeah. because like you have to be able to concisely say what you're trying to say. Yeah. And you have to quickly be able to summarize it. And, and I think it's a good skill to have uh, wherever you are, but like, especially in the corporate world, yeah. it's like everything is like, Hey, what's your action? Like, give me one, like, give me a bullet point of what you're doing. Yeah. Right? And, and everyone wants it like that. Like, just give me a bullet yeah. point. I don't want the whole story. <laughs> no, an action statement I feel is good because he's, he takes the whole chapter, obviously. And he breaks it down into a small piece and he's like, look, this is what you need to do next to improve yourself in this aspect. So key takeaways for tonight, stagnation may happen. It happens to a lot of people. You have to be proactive about it and you can't give up. You have to keep on trying to improve until you get better. You have to have a winner's mindset. Ahmed, can you tell us who said that? Who had, who's saying that was? It was Donald J. Trump. Um, we got to win so much. We're going to win so much. You're going to get tired of winning. So you got to have a winner's mindset. You can't have a loser's mindset, uh, and not trying to say it in a negative way, but you can't be a loser when you're thinking. And it was like, when I was reading the book today, I'm not trying to go on a tangent, trying to end it up, but in the book, it spoke about the same thing where in a certain story, um, there was a woman who was left inside of a desert. And since she had the mindset, she had to get whatever was needed for her child she kept on working hard towards it until, she, you know, she got it through divine intervention or divine help that, you know, for for many people in the audience that may be beside the point. But she didn't have the mindset that I'm losing. She had the mindset I have to win. Mm. So I have to have the winner's mindset. And if you come upon a time where you're feeling you're stagnating, get an outside opinion of somebody who may be a friend 
or somebody who may be an acquaintance, but who will give you some honest feedback and who has a, who has a mindset who can give you feedback, not just, you know, oh, okay, this is what I think is wrong, but they don't know anything. You got to get somebody who's, I guess, well-versed at giving you the words in a very raw and honest form. And those are the key takeaways. I know I took a long time. Real quick. I just want to touch on that a little bit. Like, I think the, the mark of someone that is a really great um, like leader or someone that gives you feedback is that they don't actually need to be well-versed in whatever it is that you're doing because they'll ask questions and then you'll get to the solution, right? Like you'll come to the realization that you're coming to, right? Like in the example of with my boss, like she asked me like, what value are you providing? Like she didn't say like, Hey, you're not doing anything now. You're being lazy. She didn't say that, uh, but like I, I realized it. I was like, okay, so I'm I'm really not doing much to be honest. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, and so that's uh, what I would say uh, on that. So just like if you can find people like that that are coaches, like man, hold on to them and and talk to them every week, talk to them every day if you can. Make it a part of your regular routine to review with them, sync with them. Uh, and get their feedback and get their opinion on things. We uh, That's all for today. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you next time.